Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how healing leaves clues, but they're often subtle. Like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active. How do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. You know, the results aren't always obvious, and we always want obvious signs when we're trying to heal and recover from something like a metatarsal stress fracture or Achilles tendonitis or perineal tendonitis or some other issue that's keeping us from running and training as much as we want, but it's not always obvious. Think about what happens when you're training. Think about your pace when you run. Okay, you go out and you run, and most of us who run know what it feels like to run at a certain pace, like our marathon pace or our base training pace. But let's say you're used to running nine-minute miles, and you start ramping up your training, you're getting a little bit faster, and then you're running eight-and-a-half-minute miles. It's probably kind of hard for you to just go out for a run without a watch, without a GPS, and actually run and stay on pace at eight and a half minute miles for 10 miles without really doing something to see are you on track or not. So even when you run, you're actually tracking what you're doing the entire run. You're looking at it every once in a while to see are you staying on pace? Are you falling off? What's the deal? And you have to track those things. That's why we actually use these devices that record all that information for us automatically. Think about your heart rate. Like I know because I've done 15 Ironman races, I know what it feels like when I'm running and my heart rate's 135. I also know when it feels like when it's 180. It's completely different. So if I'm doing a race and my heart rate is in the 150s or creeping up to the 160s, I have to do something to fix that. I can't run a marathon with my heart rate out of control on a hot day. So I have to do something to control my heart rate. But again, I'm tracking things and monitoring things and readjusting all the time. So when you're actually training, you have certain things you can follow. Your pace based on GPS or timing, your heart rate based on a heart rate monitor, and of course, your perceived exertion. So all of these things give you clues to do on how you're doing, how your fitness is progressing, and you can look at them and analyze the trends and make decisions on what to do next. And when you're healing, you also get evidence of healing, but it can be much more subtle. It isn't always obvious. You have pain, bruising, and swelling. Bruising is the worst sign, but you only have that when you have a really serious injury with a lot of tissue damage. Swelling only happens when you're having an acute injury or rebound inflammation because you're applying too much stress to that tissue and it's continually swelling. So these are really other things you have to, to look at and see. But then you have pain. So if you have pain when you're running and you feel that pain and you can pay attention to it, that's a really useful piece of information to monitor. Put a number on it. Rate it. Decide what it is to you. Is it a 5 out of 10? Is it a 2 out of 10? What is it? But then if you can actually increase your activity without that number going up, that's an improvement. If you can continue to keep your activity the same and that pain continues to go down, that's an improvement. The problem is when you're a runner, those things are very subtle and they're actually hard for you to notice because A, you're a runner and so you have a much higher pain threshold for than other people. So it's harder for you to actually notice that pain because you're training all of your experience, everything that made you a strong runner 
are things that actually make it possible for you to turn, tune out that discomfort. And so it's hard for you to notice it because we don't want to notice discomfort. We actively tune discomfort out when we're running, but you have to look for those subtle clues. Also, you have to make sure that just because you're an athlete, you know, when you're running, I mean, this is the second part of that, is that when you're running, you have endorphins that actually start to flow after a couple of miles, and that can mask those discomfort and those little subtle clues also. So you've got to be very careful about noticing those things. What I tell runners most of the time, and what I talk about often on these calls during the One Runaway Challenge, is I basically tell them, look, you know, you may or may not feel it that much when you're running. In my case, I've been running for many, many years and trying to pay attention to these little clues of healing, little clues of tissue damage, little discomfort, pain, tenderness, all of it. And I know for me, if I have something that is injured and I go out and test it and I go run and I have pain for the first couple of miles, for me, when I start to get endorphins somewhere between two and three miles, that pain dissipates. And it usually continues to dissipate until about 10 miles and then the pain comes back. So running less than three miles for me is a fairly reliable time to analyze discomfort. For me, running more than 10 miles, anything from 10 miles on, I can make a fair call about whether or not I'm actually feeling pain, but only during those times. Again, it's very subtle. That's the stuff you've got to look for, though. You have to realize that there's you're not going to be able to feel a pain and discomfort all the time when you're running, but there are other times when you can. If you go for a run and you don't feel much of anything, but then you have a lot of discomfort that evening, that's a useful thing. If you have discomfort the next morning, that's a useful thing. By the same token, if you go for a three-mile run and you have no discomfort later that evening and no discomfort the next morning, then you can assume that that run was safe. But these are the subtle things you have to look for. So again, healing leaves clues, but it's often very, very subtle. So look carefully. Hey, listen, I'd like to invite you to join what may be the most effective and and cost-effective way to get back on track when you have any kind of overtraining injury, you feel stuck, and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. And one of the secrets to recovering like an elite athlete, like a professional, is to take a step-by-step -step approach and a step-by-step -step evaluation and little actions every single day. And this is what most runners are doing wrong when they call me. So what I created is the One Run Away Challenge. And the fact is, is you're only one step away from the next phase of your recovery, and you're only one run away from your next long run. So the One Run Away Challenge is gonna help you with the step-by-step -step instructions over a 10-day course to figure out what you were doing that's keeping you stuck, figure out what you're doing wrong and what you've been missing and what you're not doing that is keeping you in this rut right now. Now, not only will I give you the step-by-step -step instructions on how to make those determinations as you go through this process all on your own, I'll actually support you and lead you by the hand as we go through this process because I'll be doing six webcam calls per week when you can call, come, check in, ask me anything you want, ask me any specific questions, get very specific directions live from me throughout the entire process. So come join the One Runaway Challenge. Uh, enrollment is open only for a short period of time and then it closes again because we only have 25 places available because I have to be able to answer people's questions. So it's only 25 people at a time. So if you want one of those seats, go to docontherun.com challenge and make sure that you grab your seat. I'll see you there.